0: Welcome to
1: Beyond the Press Release, of a production of Gore-Com, in which we take the time to speak with small-cap executives right after they put out important news with us today, because we've got great news. Back again, Bernard Turion, Chairman CEO of HPQ Silicon Resources, trades on the venture under HPQ, and for our friends in the U.S., under HPQFF. For those who new to the story, this is all you need to know. HPQ Silicon is a Canadian producer building a portfolio of high-value silicon products Needed for the renewable energy re- revolution, and they're doing it with two world-renowned technology partners. More than just lip service, they've already received their first order for their spherical nano silicon material from a global autom- automobile manufacturer, who has not been disclosed. And they're under NDA with at least two battery players. Uh, but today's headline: the HPQ Silicon Gen 3 Pure Vap Quartz Reduction Reactor Pilot Plant to be commissioned in Q4 2021, there's a lot to unwrap there. Bernard, welcome back, congratulations, man.
0: Thank you, thank you.
1: Uh, This news has been highly anticipated, obviously for the shareholders who've been around for for a while. But now that it's here, Mm -hmm. how big of a milestone is this? Because the photo we see, the two photos, but the one we see with you and Peter, and you guys got big smiles on your faces. So how big of a milestone is today?
0: No, it's a, it's a massive one. It, it it's 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 sort of like the building block under which everything is going to move forward. It's the yeah. it's the foundation. It is also the reality. George, is you and I have been talking about this for a long time. There's a basis of investors that that know about HPQ, don't understand the QRR, but they're new to the story. They might have probably gotten in for the battery materials. The so. Um, you know, when I wrote this press release, I, I had to go back and realize, whoa, it's been since 2019, that I said something about the QRR. So I can understand it were sort of like, you know, skepticism that the machine really exists. Is it really moving forward? You know, is it just gathering dust in, in the warehouse at Um, Even our auditors were asking questions. We have to go visit it and everything. So I'm so happy that you know we reached a position where you know we had something great to show, which is why we were so, so we were smiling. Um,
1: and that photo i mean that's Mm -hmm. the 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 pilot plan is that's that's pretty significant that's a pretty big size
0: well it's an industrial pilot plan okay it's you know it's it's the last step before we move i don't think people grasp because we use a lot of words and you know what the heck does it mean at least these pictures give an idea of, of, of what it is um in the government financing that we did you know it had to be a last stage r d so in the sense that what we're testing now is all at the level of industrial level, industrial size, industrial equipment. Um, and the next step is for us to go commercial with with, with the process, developing that, that, that process. So it's um, it's cool.
1: But before it's, we get it's, to it's, that part, though, totally does great. this mean that you don't see any further major challenges ahead? I mean, there's always going to be a couple of things here and there, but does this mean you... Most of the hurdles are done. Testing's out of the way. And you, you guys are ready. Define
0: major in our R and D program. I think we uh, uh, with PV Buzz. There's an article that was published, and in there it shows a video of um, it, it's an edited video of the uh, of uh, Mr. Musk, you know, uh, spaceship, and how he worked on perfecting the landing. All right, so. You know, you could have said after four or five tests, yeah, they got it down to almost nothing. There were still a few explosions afterwards. So you cannot make any guarantee. You can't know until the fat lady sings. This being said, right. um, the level of confidence we have in what we're doing is very, very high. Uh, it's also very, very high that we have a game-changing technology that we're putting forward. So that's that's really the exciting part. It's gonna be, you know, we're gonna be making silicone in a new way. And nobody has done this since. 200, 300 years, because it's the same uh, founding, maybe 200 years, 150 years, the the, the, the original process that everybody's improving was started, um, uh, is starting, um, uh, basically it was asserted, like it it hasn't changed. And this is, this is, this is where I, I wanted to come back. How disruptive how
1: disruptive is the technology? Because we hear about it in the press releases mm-hmm. uh, and we know the market advantages. So because you did in a and a format, mm-hmm. uh, we don't want to just regurgitate that. But mm-hmm. you know, when you're speaking to the people in the industry, people around you, even with the team at Power Genesis, just how disruptive are the market advantages of the QRR?
0: Well, it's massive in multiple ways. But the key one is... Um, is our ability to have something that is basically much more efficient, and smaller, all right, which would allow us to go attack much more niche market. Um, I say in the press release, I talk about it. The traditional process have a lot of weaknesses which make barrier to entries to this, to to, to 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 making silicone, all right, um, and the tendency, the long term vision of the market is going in an area which is very difficult for the traditional manufacturers to do. So the reason why I emphasize the two N, our ability to do two N plus, is not because the system can't go to, to, to four N, five N, right? It's just right now, the market, the silicone metal market, right? The, the one that's gonna become uh, worth 10 billion, 3 million metric ton, okay, is focused on being driven by the silicone, the other material, which is used as feedstock. And that requires 2N plus, okay? And what you have to understand is that to meet the demand, okay, traditional manufacturers have have to take a strategic decision. Do I build a new plant where I know that 60% of my output, okay, will be used in a low margin dead end product, which is very, which was the one for aluminum, Okay. And we're all, for only 40% of the output on the other side, for us, a hundred percent of our production coming out of the system is already good for that market. And we can go for all the other application markets. So, you know, that's, that is really what's game changing. The industry we're in is extremely conservative. It's a show me attitude. So, okay. So we're yep. now the position, yep. So now we're going to be positioned to say, okay, we can show
1: you (laughs) are are we looking are we going to look back or are we even going to look at this moment as a paradigm shift not dissimilar from what we saw in the 70s where we went from create from supercomputers you know those big big rooms of computers that was the only way to compute things uh which is kind of like what the manufacture of silicon is today Mm -hmm. to the desktop to computers, home computers. Are we seeing the same? Is this what the QRR could mean to the industry? Because right now, the only way the traditional guys can make it is big, very big and dirty. And here we are. Uh, we can we can un- we can roll these things out at 2,500 metric ton systems at a time. I mean, that just seems to me uh, a blow away. It's not just you're making things better, but you're 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 making things in a way that just has never been seen before.
0: Yes, but, you know, we, we got to come up with a more modern version because it shows our age. It was funny. I was having, I was having a discussion with a board member said, you know, that example you've given has only, you know, reference to people our age, old people, because, you know, we're, we're sort of getting into the check. I don't know what would be the new equivalent to today. Uh, maybe it's TikTok versus, you know, Facebook or whatever, but you understand what the, the relationship is. Yes, it will change, it will literally change everything. Is this the exact moment that is the paradigm shift or not? What it is, it's the, the foundation of the paradigm shift that can build, built, developed and advanced. Uh, Peter says, you know, slow is fast, fast is slow. And that's, that's where it is. The, the, this was an important, this is an important milestone to get this system operational. To get it operational, we need to get it assembled. We needed to get it ready to go. This is, this is where we, we are. And I say in the press release, our timing is extremely serendipitous. Um, we entered this market looking at to go into the solar market. Um, you know, I cut that off the press release because people say it was confusing, but I sort of knew I would bring it back to you. But when we entered into this market, you know, solar grade silicon metal was selling for something like $20 a kilogram. and we We're looking to have a disruptive cost advantage. Well, by 2018, 2009, yeah, 2018, 2019, that was down to dollars a kilograms okay and that was mostly because solar industry at the beginning was driven by government incentive so it was never really a real marketplace it was sort of like a government right. dictator yeah, you're competing
1: against the balance sheets of a country you weren't
0: competing yeah so 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 so, so so when china decided says, okay we're stopping you know they they wanted to kill the entire industry in a certain way which did often succeed they basically said okay we'll stop basically you know funding big industrial solar park that collapsed the price right so when you add all these events together so you had an entire industry that was based on traditional silicon maker manufacturers sending feedstock to the solar manufacturers making everything so you had this dynamic of this industry and then that event occurred which sort of killed the solar industry and at the same time we entered covid and so that had a repercussion on the traditional silicone maker manufacturing. And then you basically had COVID coming. So these guys sort of have a problem, OK? They can either shut off on or off by 30,000 metric ton the principle. So the adjustment, OK, is always ugly. It's terrible. It's, it's very, very bad. You just take a look at the global specialty metals and, and, and those, the adjustment is very, very bad then eventually gets to the position where they've cut too much. But now they're, everybody's showing be very disciplined how much you're restarting, and then you're sort of stuck with the market demand is going in an area where you can't meet. We're just coming in with a new technology now, just as the market's about to move in that sector that is specifically designed for. Now that wasn't the goal what we did at the beginning, but as we work on the process, we realize, hey, we're cost competitive, CapEx, OpEx, Everywhere with these guys, and we're gonna we're gonna be able to do a green silicone metal. So it's like, whoa, our timing is perfect because now is the time where the when I started in, in this business, we said uh, our solar grade silicone metal would be green and everybody else. Nobody really cared about it. You know, everybody heard blah blah. They talked about it, but now it's becoming the law. Uh, I was I was listening on Bloomberg, and it's going to be like the transparency is gonna be so tight on the entire yeah. chain of what you do production, whomever is a vertically integrated producer is gonna have the advantage, right? So yes, a lot of people are throwing themselves into the silicone for batteries, but they're gonna be buying in left, right, and center. Well, if your end buyer, which is gonna be the car manufacturer says, well, can, how can you guarantee me the entire chain of your manufacturing? So you might be saying, "Oh, I need this product from China to make sure my cost are okay." We're gonna be the lowest cost producer of, of the raw material and the added value material and we got the control over the entire value chain. So yes, it is game changing it's a paradigm shift. Is this the one where people wake up? I don't know. You know, this might go down as a category of one of those fluff press releases, but what people don't realize it is that a company like ours gets developed on many of these fluff press releases because they're the foundation. They're what you build on. They're explaining where we are in the market. Where we are is we're developing a disruptive technology just as the market needs a disruptive technology. So the better analogy was somebody for, you know, know, uh, when Apple entered the iPhone business.
1: I was about to say, I was about to say,
0: They were not not the first to do it. Okay. They were not the first, but they're the one that did it better that understood more where the market is. So. You know, I don't want to, you know, consider myself, although I am an Apple fan and I do everything Apple. But know, it's so. hard,
1: look, but it's hard not to, uh, and I know you want to be, obviously you want to be restrained a little bit, And but it's hard not to, you're going from 30,000 metric ton units in the traditional space that dominates, that's mm-hmm. what dominates the current industry to 2,500 metric ton systems. It's hard not to see uh, the QRR, uh a reactor well, as, as I didn't, so
0: a paradigm shift that's that's interesting that that's a good point but what 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 the smaller side gives us an advantage is two, is two things. um eventually as more and more people i've really just hearing somebody sent me a video uh about this and from cnbc that Even Volkswagen and Tesla and all car manufacturers are now scratching their heads as we're going to need massive raw material. That's what people don't realize. You know, going green is going to require so much raw material and so much stuff to be done um, that everybody's looking for how they're going to get their access to it. Now, one of the intrinsic advantage of the QRR, in addition to being small and more efficient, is the fact that, A, we need less raw material to make one tonne. But the second point is we don't need the ultra-pure that my competitors need, okay? Now, this is where the situation is. Yes, quartz is the second most abundant material in nature, but 99.5% quartz is a bit rarer. It's not rare, it's rare earth. But what happens in the deposit, if you only have like a small area that's 99.5, it's going to be marginally economic but I can go to 98, that doesn't seem like a lot, but that's a lot more material, I can go through my process because we can handle the impurities. It is that capacity to remove impurities during the first process, which allows us to, to play around the, the scale. It's something that has always very fascinated me, and excited me, but it's, it's like talking about it until we, we have those pictures, it's like, it's like, you know, it's, it's like moving wind. Uh, but now, with the system operational, with us producing material, it's going to get fun. And we'll, we'll finally have the answer to our question, how pure can we go? Because we never could answer that question. It's sort of like theoretical. Um, maybe we can go to 5N. Maybe we can go above if we, if, if we tweak it and push it. Uh, but it's not. But you don't need to get there. I you mean, you want need, it, but you, you don't, don't need do to that. get that's, there. that's going to be more like a sort of like a research. start. Before yeah. Research and not research. There's, you know, solar is going to have to go back to, to a green material. The price of solar-grade silicon metal has gone through the roof. Uh, and there's a dynamic change also going in that market. So it's it could be another market opportunity. What we're doing is we have multiple ways of generating shareholder value, right? When we started this, we only had one pathway to succeed. Now we have multiple pathways and we're not at the beginning phase of this. We're the pilot plant phase of this, industrial pilot plant. The serendipity isn't just the market also,
1: Bernard. The serendipity also seems to be uh, the timing of the Biden administration policies. And we know that the U.S. policies generally dictate global policies on this. So. How have the Biden administration, Paul, especially what he's been talking about the last couple of weeks, uh, going to help going to help with the timing of
0: the of the QRR? I would I, I would actually say it's sort of like a following of the momentum, because it's not just the Biden administration's investment committee. You just saw there was three um, green green uh, green representative board members that were elected on Exxon board that want to push the change. So. It's not, it's not one government. It's everywhere at the same time, everybody's going the same direction. Sure. Um, it's but the push change. is on,
1: like the US is definitely making the Yeah, but the,
0: push. the, the, the Europeans are much more in advance. The concept of, um, of full accountability of the carbon produced during the A material completely changes the, the dynamic, okay? You can't go and mine. You can't start like Bernard or George small mine. You don't really care. You sell at the spot market. Nobody can really trace where your material is now. Every traceability is everywhere. That becomes a much important factor. So you had that system that we, we which we can uh, have com- complete vertical integration. That gives us that gives us an incredible advantage o- over many people. You so, know,
1: it outside the box. At what point do you, if at all, but I think you may have to or may want to. At what point do you incorporate blockchain into all this so that you can prove to any customer on the planet uh, the source and the process all the way through to make sure they say, yep, that's, that's the silicon we want right there or that's the battery material we want right there.
0: Yeah, but the reality of blockchain is nothing else than accounting ledger, all right? Which basically is done in electronic form and you can transfer it, and it's very secure. In our case, we're talking about three raw materials, and and where's your green source come, come from? The process is the electricity, the energy generated for it. it's fundamentally that. So, yeah, it can do, but there's not that many points. If we then we're going to go solar, and you weren't selling solar cells, yeah, okay, I would agree with the concept of being able to do it. But our material is going to be relatively to what we do to where we send it. Yeah, it can be good, but it's it's. It, I, I will not be spending too much. I, I'll let other people have fun doing those type of things, and eventually, you know, we'll, we'll let it merge together. But I think right now the key is having a green technology. Um, and as we allude in the press release, we have other ideas how to make it greener. So,
1: let's fast forward to Q four uh, mm-hmm. when it, when it's up and running. What happens on day one? What happens when? The QR part happens on like day two. one, it's a
0: typical startup of a machine. It might not work on day one, it might well, be too, you know what I mean. But when, when, but when- I understand, but I, I want to get like people, like, not people, there's a small group of overly vocal people that take us over the, the, the road, you know, keep complaining about timing and everything else. It, what if? We had finished the industrial pilot plant and we've already built two three plants, okay I can, I can understand it if we're late yeah that's fine when you're building a first first of a kind machine okay it's not that's that 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 uh, you can't really control the time. so we're gonna start it okay that's what we give general time I've sort of learning. yeah know. so I'm not trying
1: to pin you down on dates I'm yeah more, but I'm I'm, what what I'm not talking like? to you George what I'm, not talking, like? you. George, I'm not talking like? to you George, I'm not talking
0: like? to like? you right now I'm talking to the to the people who listen to us about that concept, you know, I, I'm accustomed to people criticizing our, our timing. People criticize our timing on uh, on everything we did, but we ended up doing it. Okay, it like, uh, people were criticizing our timing on on the Bose Goldfield out We did it. Now that, that looks to be a very promising. Oh, yeah, that's uh, you know, we we
1: you guys do what you say. That's for we sure. We do what, do what we say. What it says.
0: The, the, the timing is just a hick, but if you guys want to gamble on the timing, because. Now what what we've what I've done okay is when we were at just a one trick pony yeah timing was important okay but now we're not yeah and we got we got the QRR we got the nano reactor okay those are two parallel stories they're they're intertwined they're parallel stories we got the fume silica which will I'll go more into detail later uh, and we have other things in the pipeline that we're working on but we're not talking about it because we got enough now what I want to have is to be in the position where a bit like Pyro, we can surprise people with, okay, we're more, this is moving forward. This is another story. This is another opportunity we're working on. Um, I'm trying to become less predictable. You can't blame me for asking though. I, know. I it, No, no. I, George, you do understand. It. It's, it's nothing personal against you. Sometimes I can use this as, as a way to pass message.
1: I take it personally. I may have to uh, post edit, you know, put some clown hats on you or something like that when you don't, when you don't answer my question. So don't be so sure. I won't take it personally. Um, last but least, okay, we've talked about uh, we talked a little bit about addressable market, and we've. If we, I find it curious. I want to go back and visit it. That in the in the three points for addressable market, you do mention because we know that energy storage demand is one of them. We know that uh, you know standard purity silicon is a market, but it seems like you're mentioning solar more, and it's, you specifically mentioned solar grade silicon. Do you see that, uh, and, and you mentioned earlier as well, so I'm piecing it together, that the price of solar-grade silicon has been skyrocketing. Do you see that becoming a, a real potential market for us once the once the QR is up and running?
0: Yes, it is one. Uh, what I realized that the R&D we would need to do, because to make solar work, we would have to go all the way to, 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 to solar panels for different technical, not, not solar cells. Um, so I knew that the r and would be longer, but the opportunity is really, I think it's coming back with the price coming back. I think also with the way the industry has been structured, because everything has moved to China, which China took full control over this. And then there's, there's other geopolitical issues behind this. I think having an opportunity for a, um, a more local capacity to do it, that can actually be much greener than everybody else will become something of interest okay i would not be building a company around that at this specific moment but it's an opportunity that we cannot overlook so if the system operates as well as uh we think it should we had a pathway we had designed a pathways to to do um what's known as metallurgically produced solar-grade silicon metal now the solar industry does evolve very, very fast. And, you know, can we do monocrystalline as opposed to, you know, there's all those issues where we would have need to have done a lot of work down the line. And if it was your only focus on what you're doing as a company, especially as a public company like HPQ, that would be hard. But now we have enough different projects to, to be sexy to start looking at generating revenues because realize how is HPQ gonna generate value for the shareholders? It's gonna have an asset, okay? That people are gonna to want to get into, it. want to buy it. You know, it's, it's not gonna be the revenue stream. It's like forget this. If you think about this as about a concept of a mind, right? The value generation for the mind isn't when the mind starts producing the money. That's the last point. It's when people start realizing the potential of that mind to do moving forward to go.
1: But back. do we even know the potential of 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 the QRR and the nano silicon right, right now? Because- a lot. All of them it's are. Like the sky's sky. the limit for the next five, 10 years. Exactly, it's
0: it, it's exactly. But you know, every when you have companies like Volkswagen trying to say, well, we you know we might have to go much further down the vertical integration. Tesla's talking about the vertical integration. I'm just naming these two names, you know, randomly, so some people. Oh, <laughs> people are reading into it right I know, now. I know, I know, but 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 it's 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 it, it, it's a fact, okay and um, Peugeot and all these companies are merging together and they're gonna to work together. And it's gonna be so expensive that they're gonna to to figure a way to make sure that they, they control the entire dynamics. There's gonna be more of those companies. Um, so for us, uh, it's, this is why it's so serendipitous. Just as the market is looking for the solution that we've been working on for five years. So for, for five years, I've been preaching in the desert. And you can actually, if you look at the chart, it wasn't many years that really looked like a desert, okay? But, it's gone by pretty fast though it's gone back yeah, but, fast. It's, but it's, it's, it's coming very fast just the concept of the of the nanoparticles okay we're talking well about, you've already got a
1: po from a major global automatic automatic yeah, automati- so.
0: the only re- the only reason why we got the po is because nobody can do it i can get a, a heck of a lot more POs. okay sign them up no because right now i'm more focused on making I'm not worried about people needing my stuff. I that's just, just want to make it. Yeah, but we've done, we, we, we've done, we've reached two incredible milestones. Okay? We've demonstrated we can do sub 100 nanometers. I'm going back to Okay, And we demonstrated we, we can have a production rate that's there. The objective here is controlling the cost of making the material. And I've said in those tests, we figured out a lot of the reason why other people are having a lot of issues doing this. And I've also said that one of the solutions was the QRR. Well, look, lo and behold, we're going to need the QRR operational because the Gen 2 was a small machine, really couldn't produce enough material to do. And there was limitations to, to that system. It was there for us to test, concept, and advance, demonstrate, move off, move on to the next step. So that's where the QRR is, is really great because it's like, I can't wait for it to operate operational, for us to start making material. Then we'll be able to design an entire industrial concept of where we're going with both systems i don't know if that makes sense yeah no but
1: now it doesn't make sense what you're saying but what's really what i really picked up there bernard was you're really starting to get enthusiastic about this and you're a pretty reserved guy and you, you, you try and really hold but i i love the enthusiasm that that part was i can't wait until it's up and running so we can you know develop other solutions and i think that's probably the best place uh, that's probably the best place to leave this because we could talk about this for an hour, and one day we we probably will. Uh, but let's sign off. But first, but before we do, what's the final word you want uh, the shareholders? And you know, ninety nine percent of your shareholders, which includes include some pyro shareholders too, you know they love you guys. You know you're doing unbelievable things, so I'm not worried about the one percent. George,
0: you know how many what do you want the ninety
1: nine percent to know?
0: You know how many shareholders we now have. Over twenty thousand. Holy moly! Next week there's the AGM. The reason also why I wanted this press release out is it sort of gives me more freedom when yeah. I talk to the AGM. I'll, I'll I'll be I'll be doing a more um, more uh, deeper in-depth presentation at the AGM. I can talk more just investors. I you know I can expand more. Um, you know, I can't I can't expand more in the sense of things thing I can't say publicly but I can expand more you know answer sure. you like, the question uh, so you know it's it there's an entirely new you know investor base in HPQ and the reason behind this press release is to remind them that you know there's a lot of things that have been done a lot of r and D, a a lot of research a lot of development a lot of advanced work has been done and Anybody out there claiming that they're in the silicone business, have a fourth deposit, good day. You're going to have a minimum. If you can find another pyrogenesis, which I don't think there is, you have at least another five years to do. Oh. If you can't find a pyrogenesis, you got at least 15 years to do. Hey, I was going to start George Georgecom Silicon, and they said instead
1: of taking the five years and the time and the energy, I'm better off just investing in HPQ Silicon because they've already done it. But can't wait for the AGM, uh, Bernard, next week. June 17th, right? Yeah, um, June 17th. June 17th. So if you haven't signed up for the AGM, guys. Uh, just go on,
0: website, on the HBQ
1: website, on the HPQ website. Go to hpqsilicon.com. You'll see it's going to pop up right there in front of you so you can register for it. You don't want to miss this one. Obviously, with everything that's gone on this year, you don't want to miss it. But Bernard, congratulations to you, the team, the team at Pyro, and uh, and can't wait for next week and can't wait for Q4. Thank you. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Bernard Turion, Chairman CEO of HPQ Silicon Resources, trades on the venture under HPQ. And for friends of the S, HPQFF. For those of you new to the story, because like Bernard said, there are now over 20,000 shareholders in the company. So more and more are coming, and we love you for it. Two ways to do your due diligence, because we know there's a lot to absorb. Get to the HBQ Silicon profile page on Agoracom, where in layman's terms we lay out what HBQ Silicon is doing, and then of course from there hop over to HBQSilicon.com because you want to do your deep dive due diligence. Do it. We know what the renewable we know where the renewable energy revolution is going. We know where electric vehicle batteries are going. We know where solar is going, and clearly the team at HBQ and Pyra have demonstrated the ability to be major players you got to decide uh, and only you can, what kind of players are going to be in this space. Thanks for joining us.
0: Have a great day. Do your due diligence. See you next time.